Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Freezing Nomad. I am back and stronger than ever, educated, and I now have a beefier computer. <laughs> I know it's been a little bit of a while, and you know, I keep doing this thing where I pump out podcasts periodically, and then I just, I'm like, hey, something happened and I can't do it. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say this was a legitimate reason this time. I'm playing catch up with life because I just started school. Yay, Nomad, you're leveling up in life. Congrats. Hurrah. Yeah, I right out of high school, I went straight to work. I just, that's just the, the, I'm the product of my circumstance, and that's what I had to do. But Gabrielle inspired me, and I signed up for these classes months ago, and now I'm taking three different classes. And uh, my, my game concepts development class starts Tuesday, and I'm excited for that one. I'm already acing my other two. I'm on time with my homework, and it's just been a whole ride trying to figure out and balance my life now, because now I got work, I got school, and I got Blizzard games, the three most important things to me right now. <laughs> so that's what's going on right now with me. I've, I've got school, and I wanna do well. So with that being said, that has to become my priority right now. So, which means I'm going to switch this podcast to a bi-weekly podcast. So every two weeks, you know, those of us who gets paychecks every two weeks expect an episode. <laughs> but um, maybe, maybe not. I, I, I just, I need to find a, f- a way to figure out my lifestyle right now because I'm in the middle of planning some future things and you know, homework and all that. And sometimes I get stuck on homework and it'll take me a lot longer than I expect, but that's just the consequence of trying your best and being good at something or trying to be better at something that you know you're good at. So there's that. But anyways, without further ado, let's go ahead and get this episode started. Stay a while and listen. So something really cool happened to me. I woke up one day on a Tuesday, I believe, And I got a message from Micro Center saying, congratulations, you are the winner of a boxed i7-7700K. And I thought it was a joke at first, like, oh, that's got to be a scam. But no, it was a legitimate thing. I had forgot that I entered in a contest previously. I think they pumped it out on August 1st. And it was like, retweet, and comment your current processor and we'll randomly choose somebody. And I commented saying, 7860K slash face <laughs> you know this the sideways kind of face well that's because i have a I, I had an amd a10 7860k not a very good processor i got it a long time ago maybe like two years ago because it was a combo at fries and i didn't have a lot of money and my computer blew up essentially after seven years and i just i needed something i needed something to get me by and this entire time that's what i had been playing on just uh six something a618 hm grenade motherboard little tiny atx thing with that with that processor not very powerful whatsoever so this entire time i've been gaming on low specs my graphics card is a gts 950 super super clocked evga not the best 
graphics card, but hey, it's it's something. So very humbly, I've been gaming and doing this podcast on that. So fast forward, uh, I I reached out to them and I'm like, okay, here's my blah blah blah, my driver's license and all that. They're like, okay, cool. I know that sounds a little sketchy, but it was a legit thing. They had the check mark and everything. And I've been to Micro Center over here uh, near Tustin, not too far from me. Uh, so they had their manager call me. He left a voicemail saying congratulations. So that's how I knew it was legit. And I was on the clock uh, one day when they told me it was ready. Uh, I was trying to be really nice and not like bother them the entire time because I was just so excited. Like, oh my gosh, thank you guys. Like, you 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 guys don't realize what you have done for me. Like, this thing is like three hundred fifty dollars, and it's it's like the best. Well, one of the best processors out there. I mean, like y- you know that. But yeah, he he calls me and I tell him like, hey, I'm on the clock. He's like, okay, when you get off work? And I was like, I don't think that'll be a problem. Let me talk to my supervisor. So I tell my supervisor like, hey, what happened? He's like, wow, congratulations. I was like, can I go pick it up in costume? He's like, hell yeah. (laughs) So I go over to Micro Center and the guy like immediately recognizes me because I told him I'm coming in costume because I work for Medieval Times. Turns out the dude's a fan of Medieval Times. So it was like super exciting for him. And it was super exciting for me because uh, I'm getting a free i7. <laughs> like, oh my god! So to go along with that i7, I needed some RAM because because a year prior I bought from Newegg a motherboard because I had planned to get an i5 because I was just trying to slowly upgrade. And I knew sometime in the future, last year, that I would be able to upgrade. So all I needed was RAM. So I'm talking to the sales associate. He's super cool, super knowledgeable. And I was like, well, how about this this Corsair Vengeance one? He's like, that's good and all. Um, but if you're going to spend that much money, you might as well spare the extra $10 to buy this. And he points to a, a G-Skill. Uh, what's it? I actually have the paper right here. I didn't even realize it's because <laughs> I was trying to register it. Uh, Rip Jaws V G-Skill. It's a DDR4 RAM. And it's at, yeah, 3200 so it's pretty good. It's pretty good. He was explaining it to me. I was like, okay, you sold me. So I bought that and I couldn't have been happier. Like I was super excited. The next day I had to actually be up early because I had a shift at five o'clock in the morning, but I got home around like six o'clock that day. So I, I had to hurry up. <laughs> I had to hurry up and build this thing. So I get home and I'm excited. I'm pumped. I got I got a CPU cooler and everything. It's a little tower thing. The Hyper 212. I got that. So I knew it was going to be good. So I put this thing together in like an hour and 30 minutes because I was just that hyped. I, like Some things went kind of wrong, but then they were easily remedied because Gabrielle is super smart and left some screws in a baggie <laughs> in a drawer that she knew I was going to need sometime in the future. So... I got everything built and I thought I was going to have to wipe my hard drive because I'm still a newbie at this. It's not like every day I build computers, but you know, I had some knowledge. I, I had everything plugged in. I was able to download the driver straight from the internet. You know, Intel's, this motherboard was amazing and everything just worked. All my pieces worked perfectly. Like it, it was like nothing had changed. And like, I've got like a beastly thing sitting in my case right now. So I'm like, what's the first thing I do? fire up heroes of the storm because i know that's a cpu intensive game like yeah so i go to the options everything's on low mind you everything is on low um except the textures because i need to know when a zagara put down her creep you know if it's on low you can't see that if it's on medium it shows you know kind of the middle whatever there's strategy behind it so go to options hit default and next thing i know everything is set to ultra everything and then 
the the whole like uh, I, the physics thing was set to extreme, and I, I I shed a tear. I I couldn't help myself. I shed a freaking tear because I have never had graphics on ultra or extreme before. Like I just I'd never seen it. The only time where I sat in front of a computer where everything was like all maxed out was when I was at BlizzCon and I tried out the Alliance side of Dressvar. That was the only time I see something like looks so, so pretty. So I fire up uh, the, uh, the the collections and I'm looking through things. Things are moving I didn't know existed. Like the tassels on White Mane, I didn't know that they moved. I picked Sylvanas and like I didn't know her cloak flies around and all that stuff. I had no idea this game could do that. So like I, my mind was blown so I put up like I think an AI match just to test things out. There's textures I've never seen. There's particles that were floating around. There was little flavors and things that I have never seen before. And I was just like in shock. And then like the first kill I got, um, things went flying off the screen and I laughed my ass off because I've never seen these things. I've seen them in videos, but I've never seen them like in person. And it, run, it, it runs now so buttery smooth. I could play Heroes while watching Netflix, I can have Discord open, I can have all these stuff open and it won't affect my gameplay whatsoever. And like, oh my God, like I just, I, I could, like I wanted to just gush out tears like, oh my God, it's the, <laughs> it's finally happening. Yes, you know, yeah, just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't stop. So like, I, I got a little emotional. I was like, this, ah, this is so nice. Because, you know, like, things happen to me, and then, like, I just, I feel like, you know, I, I get this imposter syndrome, like, all my accomplishments are, like, nothing. And then really nice things like this happen to me, and then it just makes me appreciate life even more. And then want to give back to the community, because it's like, oh my god, this is so nice. So, yeah, uh, all my games run nicely now. My only thing that's bottlenecking me is the GPU, and I don't even care right now, because I'm enjoying the crap out of it. Now I can do dungeons in WoW smoothly. Which is so nice because I'm playing Resto Shaman, and that's a lot of particles. And before this upgrade, I, I it was so hard to do dungeons because I had to look at the ground in order to get like 45 FPS. Now I'm getting like 120 with all those things open, like I mentioned earlier. All that's open, and it's just running so smoothly. And I, I'm I'm excited. And I, maybe for some of you, like that's like oh well, duh. I mean that's just how WoW is supposed to. Keep in mind that I never ran WoW like that before. Like, I always had to run WoW on like that graphics slider, like on two. <laughs> Alteric Valley when I was playing on the before the upgrade wouldn't happen. <laughs> it it just, it just couldn't happen. I tried Alteric Valley with all this upgrade, everything smooth. I placed number three with healing. Uh, it's it's oh my gosh. I'm I'm so happy this happened. And what's even nicer now is that in the past I had said I wanted to stream. Now I can do that. Yesterday I spent you know a few hours trying to figure out you know bitrate and all that, learning new things. Like because my mind is expanded right now because I'm learning new things at college, and now I'm coming home and learning things about streaming. So I know I got a lot of things in between, but I think every now and then I'm gonna pop up and be like, "Hey, I'm streaming. Come watch me. Have some fun. Talk with me. Maybe even do a live podcast one day." on Twitch or who knows. So I got all these ideas and I'm excited. I'm really excited because th this is what I've been wanting for like the longest time. Like I I'm 26, you know, it might, <laughs> I grew up with, ah, video games, you're, you, they rot your brain, you know, this video games suck. You're not never gonna make no money playing video games. Not that I'm saying I'm trying to make money with this. It's just, you, you grow up and you're hearing this 
negative stuff all the time like uh, video games are useless and now in 2018 we're proving all those people wrong like uh yeah you think you, you sure about that <laughs> i love it so that's what happened to me uh and i'm just i'm so i'm so amped up on life right now uh, it, and it's really nice because a couple weeks ago i just i was like down in the dumps like i just ugh. very very bad very bad thoughts <laughs> um but yeah, I'm also uh, acing my classes, which is, I think I mentioned that, but I'm excited about that too. Uh, anyways, let's, uh, enough about me. Let's talk a little bit about World of Warcraft. Yeah. So the Ashara Warbringer came out and it is, it's so beautifully done. Seven minutes long and uh, Blizzard took some artistic liberty with the storytelling. It's got changed a little bit, but who cares? You know, that that's how things go, you know, for the sake of story. Um, but this thing, it, it's artistically and story-wise, it's the best Warbringers to date. It's it it's so good. It is really really good. Um, huh. But there is something I do want to address, and it's not. Th this is gonna be a little ranty, so buckle up. Two weeks ago, people were mad at Sylvanas. How could she burn down Teldrassil? How could she kill all those people? How could she raise the dead? And it's like, it's Sylvanas. Like, she's always been like this. You know this. Ashara over here. Uh, I get it. She's queen. Th this chick makes a deal with an old god and people are praising her. <laughs> like, I, 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 like, I like the Warbringer thing like I really like the story I love the direction it's going it, it was so well done it's beautiful and I just I like to envision all the storyboard pieces up on the wall and you know you got like Taryn Gregory and Christy Golden just be like oh I like that we can add this here I like I like that but what I don't like is how two weeks ago people were crapping all over Sylvanas and switching factions and like ah oh, boo horde sucks but yet they're praising Ashara when she just basically sacrificed her own people for her own gain why, like, look, if you're gonna sit there and tell me that Sylvanas is bad for killing people, don't you think that Ashara is a little bit worse for basically sacrificing her people's lives for her own gain? She didn't, she didn't save lives, guys. She sacrificed lives to make an empire for an old god. And by doing so, she is sacrificing Azeroth, this black empire thing, this, this old god stuff. The, the old gods, they want nothing to do with the Azerothian citizens. They just want to conquer. And Ashara's a tool for for that old god. The Zoth, I don't remember his name. She's just a tool. He, she, he just gave her what she wanted to use her. Like, yeah, cool, she stood up for herself. That's great. Sylvana stands up for herself too, but she didn't get praise for that. Huh? Uh, <laughs> she, she, I, I, that's cool. I, I like that. I like the fact that, you know, she was about to get stabbed by a bunch of tentacles and she's just like, I'm going to serve as a queen, not a servant, you idiot. <laughs> and people liked that. I liked it. But when you compare and contrast the two, like Sylvanas was just a product of her outcome and Ashara just is sacrificing people for her own gain i think that's a little twisted <laughs> I, I just i it but it that's the beautiful thing about this story the, the direction that it's going like you have all these people torn up about the story and what direction is it going to take and i feel like i feel like blizzard's doing this so like think of like the old west 
or like ranchers and stuff like that you know they let their cattle run free you know some cattle goes off to the plains some cattle goes over here where like there's more grass some cattle just goes off about their own way so and then blizzards the ranchers you know when it's time when the you know the, when the cattle's done eating you know the, the story when the cattle's done eating the story us uh the blizzard the rancher is going to come out and wrangle us all up and take us back home and th that's what i that's how i feel this story is going blizzard setting us out letting us make our own opinions say our own things and then they're going to do something big and huge and just bring us right back in and then boom there's the next expansion i know it's really early because we just got battle for azeroth I'm pretty sure that's the direction it's going to go and it works beautifully it's so good because there's so much talk about what's going to happen and you know there's there's gameplay talk all that good stuff and it, it's so it's so beautiful all this hard work that's coming together and be you know like myself people are talking about it on a podcast <laughs> but uh, it, it was just it's so good but yeah I had a problem with people praising Ashara Whereas they were really mad at Sylvanas two weeks ago, but that's just me. <laughs> Blizzard games? That's so old school. Oh. On the subject of cinematics, the Overwatch team also released theirs at GamesCon. It was the Diva cinematic. It was the one that everybody was waiting for. We got to learn more about Diva. However, if you haven't seen this uh, the cinematic yet, I highly recommend go going to check it out. Artistically, it's probably one of overwatch's stronger cinematics not on I, I don't i don't think it was on the level of uh, the reinhardt one but it's definitely up there which it feels short too but i noticed something that was wrong well at least to me this this is strongly my opinion this 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 is just me i noticed something within the community or that community or however you want to word it uh Everybody has their own opinion of D.Va and how she looks, how she acts, how she talks. You know, everybody kind of has this thought that like, oh, D.Va's like that edgy gamer girl and she's badass and she doesn't take crap from anybody and she's snarky and blah. She wasn't portrayed that way at all in the cinematic. In fact, she was portrayed as, as, as broken, as always trying to hold that smile behind that broken soul. Um, she's very caring. She wants to fight for what she believes in and stand up for her people and stand up for those who can't stand up for themselves, you know, like, like a chivalrous knight. Um, uh, and I think that people didn't like that. They wanted to see that gremlin diva. They wanted to see her munching on Doritos and be like, nerf this and ha, I'm a badass. They wanted to see that. But the way the Overwatch team did this was so clever. And I heard this on the Azeroth roundtable when they were talking about it. That there's, there's like a little hint in there that D.Va has like this painted idea of who she is. Like the general public of what people think D.Va is. And then this cinematic kind of gave us a glimpse of what she really is. Like she's, she's in the military. And seeing that scratch on her mech kind of gave her a PTSD flashback. Like, she's young too. She's 19 and she's already been through all this stuff. Like, I don't think that her teammates died, but it's kind of implied that they were near death. And I feel like that kind of scared her. And I think it's really great that the Overwatch team was able to portray that in such a way that, um, that didn't, that still gave us what we wanted from D.Va but still told their story 
Jeff Kaplan told us that their characters aren't theirs anymore. They're ours. But it's it's okay for them to push us in a direction like, you know, like, okay, you, you know, this is how it should be. Like, this is how it needs to be because this is this is our character and this is what we want to paint for them. And you guys have fun with it. And I like that. Um, what, what also I didn't like is um, the community that they got really upset that there was her friend there, a guy. And I didn't find that there was an issue with him. In fact, I thought he was a very good supporting character. Um, because, you know, that's her childhood friend. And they set up a story like that. And I like that. And, you know, yes, male and female can be friends with each other without having a romantic interest in each other. Like, And I, you know, I don't know if that's how the story is going to go. But I think a lot of people were upset about that. Like, oh, no, well, now Diva has, like, a romantic interest. I didn't really feel that there was a hint of that anywhere in the cinematic. And I thought it was really nice that it humanized her a little bit more. You know, she's not like, ugh, get out of my face. Like, I'm the top dog. I'm the best. Like, no, she's like, this is my friend, and I want to make sure he survives, so I'm going to fight off these these robots, these Omnics, you know? Like, it, it was just nice, and I really enjoyed that. <laughs> Another thing that I noticed in the cinematic is uh, she had her hair up the entire time, like in a bun, and that was just a really clever way of making, the, making sure the the animators had a little bit of a break that they could focus on other things other than hair <laughs> I, I noticed that blizzard i see you but yeah that was that was a good cinematic these these warbingers the the shooting star cinematic was was so good and i gotta make a comment on this S shooting star i'm a fully coolie fan so when i hear shooting star i think of that end credits you know that song and everything and i just i kept saying it everywhere and i don't feel like anybody appreciated that joke <laughs> but hey uh it was a good cinematic. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend watching it. Thanks for your support! Ever since I got that i7, I've been playing a lot of Heroes of the Storm. And I mean a lot. Like, I'll play a little bit of WoW, do my world quest, and then I'll just, bam, go to Heroes. And I... It's weird, because I have what I like to call Gamer ADD. Because I'll, I'll, I'll play a game, like I'll, I'll start it up, like Fallout, for example. And I'll have all these ideas in my head, like what I want to do. And then as soon as I take like first two steps, I close it. Alt F4 immediately. And then I'll go switch over to Heroes. Because Heroes, it's instant. It's fast. I know how to play the game. And it looks beautiful now. <laughs> and like it's just, I'm doing things that I couldn't before. Like I'm playing Tracer a lot now because it doesn't stutter. It doesn't lag. You know, my response time is quicker now. And... I've never been able to do that. So right now it's like super exciting to me because I'm pulling off tricks. I'm I'm paying attention to the mini map more often. It, and it's just weird because I thought this entire time I just really, really sucked at this game. It turns out what was really hampering me was my equipment. And I used to play guitar growing up and I wasn't really good at it. But there was like a really cool saying and it's it, it was, well, I guess this applies to anybody. It's the instrument. Well, it, it's, <laughs> I already messed this up. It's the player that makes the instrument, not the instrument that makes the player. So going into gaming, I, I kind of applied to the same thing. You know, it's, it's, it's you who is playing the game. It's you who is the skillful one. It's not the equipment. But I think this kind of proved to me that maybe you should upgrade a little bit if you're not doing too well on a PC game. <laughs> it, it's probably not you it's probably your equipment but hey who knows now I'm sure there's arguments out there but as for me I know that playing heroes now is like so much smoother and so much nicer um, and I know I've mentioned that I don't 
have like the best headspace when I play heroes or like any MOBA like that because I get so heated and I get so passionate I get so argumentative like somebody says one thing to me and I'm just like and I, I want to argue back but I'm trying to calm my jets down a little bit because that's not that's not what I stand for and that's not who I want to be or portray myself as um, like like today I was playing and I was getting frustrated because I had three games in a row I was against this Chen and an Abathur and this Abathur just kept babysitting this Chen and it was just a mess because people were going by themselves and the Chen would scout him out and Abathur would finish him off and like it was just very easy mistakes very uh, easy to avoid mistakes that was just making me upset and then I was making mistakes and then one person's like lol good job you know like just mocking me and then it would make me more angry and then I like I went into the last game and I was like screw it I'll play Tracer and then sure enough I get that same Chen and Abba and I'm like oh my lord and then there was this white main who set a really nice tone like it was I guess their name was Sakura and another person was named Shiki and like Sakura was like hi Shiki I'm Sakura and I was like true love like and I spelled it really dumb like it, it just said re like a really nice pace a really nice mood and then I, I kept making mistakes still because I was frustrated and I typed out lol I am so frustrated right now and then the white main's like don't worry I'll follow you and I was like no it's not because my teammates aren't with me it's because I'm making really dumb decisions and then just by saying that it was really nice because it felt like the team collectively started protecting me and started diving in on the same characters that I was diving in on and it, it, it set a tone and that was just like really super nice so I learned something today if you just set a tone or make friends with somebody or just talk nice to somebody you'll you'll probably have better games and this isn't a surprise to me because I already know this. I used to play Overwatch. I used to do this all the time. And I haven't played Overwatch in a while because I've been playing Heroes. I've had schoolwork. I'm trying to do this podcast. I have work, events all the time. So I, I'm, I'm trying to split my time up and I haven't played Overwatch as much as I want to. Like I, I actually just recently tried to play it and I suck. <laughs> all my skill went right out the door. But I'm also trying to play like different characters that I haven't played before. I haven't played a lot since uh, Wrecking Ball released Hammond. Um, I tried playing him and I'm not too bad at him. I actually enjoy him and it probably also helps that I got new equipment. <laughs> so things aren't stuttering. Um, but my point is, if you just set a really nice tone with somebody or your team because these are team-based games you're probably going to have a better time and don't make the same mistake that i do like let your emotions get the best of you and like retort anytime someone trash talks you because chances are you're not going to see them again and then you're going to make yourself all riled up over no reason and you're just going to get frustrated even further and you're going to carry that into your next games and then your next games are going to get progressively crappier and crappier and crappier because you're carrying that negative energy, that negative thought, all your mistakes with you. When you start a new game, it's a fresh slate. Nobody knows you unless you're going against a Chen and an Avatar for three games in a row, then maybe. <laughs> but then you can counter tilt them because the entire time when they were killing you and they're spraying and doing B-step, you can do it right back once you start winning. <laughs> But yeah, that's just that's just me having fun. <laughs> Excuse me. Getting a little dry over here. As I wrap this up, I want to give a shout out to Anastasia of General Chat Podcast. She was awesome and invited me to her show. 
we had an awesome two-hour talk about us and she recorded an hour of it and put it up in her podcast beautifully edited by the way because there was a lot of things in there (laughs) that (laughs) was super embarrassing and i feel like she cut it out just for the for my sanity which is nice super nice lady but yeah i highly recommend checking out general chat she's got great guests on there and it's really nice to know a little bit more about the person behind the microphone and i i really enjoyed our chat because it dove deep into into my life and i would really love to talk more about it because i think i i have led a very entertaining online life and i, I just want to keep talking about it like we we talked about some embarrassing stuff and i'm actually happy it's out there in the podcast land now so you know if i get a question of like hey so uh tell me about your worst asl (laughs) i won't be surprised because i'm like oh you listen to general chat huh that's cool i'm glad you like it (laughs) um so as i wrap this up i just want to give a thank you to you listener to everyone out there who inspires me to do this Uh, those of you who have reached out and said hey thank you know good good luck with school i appreciate that that's it's been a huge inspiration um i know i say this every podcast but really i do i really really mean it you guys are amazing um, just talk to me if you want to hit me up on Twitter at perfect nomad. I'm trying to post a lot more on Instagram. So that's perfect underscore nomad. Shoot me an email at perfect nomad at gmail.com. Um, just do whatever you can to get in touch with me because seriously, like I would love to hear from you just the other day. Some, I quote tweeted the guy on Twitter and now we're good friends now, or I would say like we're, we're homies because he was sending me pictures of his new case and it's all horde related and he's going to get a sylvanas statue with rgb on it It, like it's incredible go check that out if you feel like supporting this podcast and my schooling and all that good stuff feel free to go to anchor.com slash perfect nomad and throw a dollar my way i would super appreciate it and make me feel all warm and fuzzy on the inside you know also help me pay for my subscription wow that would be incredibly appreciated (laughs) that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the freezing nomad you can find me at Perfect Nomad on Twitter, Perfect underscore Nomad on Instagram, and you can also shoot me an email at perfectnomad at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening. You are incredible, and I hope you have a wonderful week, weekday, weekend, whatever you do. Party hardy, stay at home and play WoW, read a book, troll on Twitter, don't do that. <laughs> Anyways, have a good one. <laughs>